everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today I have a big episode for you. I have a huge list of things that I want to talk to you about all around the topic of are you to blame for this person's actions and the way that they treat you and the way that they're showing up in your connection. Before we get into that, I want to talk to you about my coaching program that's starting March 1st and we're enrolling before March 1st. So my coaching program is called From Dating to Exclusive Without Playing Games. And it's a four month program where we will work closely together and we'll be working on that transition from dating to exclusive and how to navigate everything in between, including your emotions, building your confidence, interactions with the men that you're dating, online dating, all of those things. So if you want to be on the wait list for that, which I highly recommend, there's going to be a link in the show notes and also in the link of my Instagram bio. The waitlist gives you a $200 discount when you are ready to join in February. And you'll also be able to enroll earlier than everybody else, which gives you a much better chance of actually getting in at that time. So again, the link is in the bio of the show notes. And then if you haven't already, I also have a free guide called copy and paste texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. And the link for that is going to be in the show notes. So that's an eight page guide with the most common scenarios where somebody's pulling away, acting flaky and exactly what you can write back and how to interpret that situation as well. Okay, so for today's episode, I want to talk about the personalization that we do around other people's behavior and there's a healthy level of this and that's probably why you're here. That's why you listen to a podcast about how to change your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, your actions in order to influence and create a better result. And we need to have some level of personalization and taking responsibility for things in order to change things and feel like we have agency. However, in dating, we interact with a lot of people and many of them are perfect strangers and we have no idea what's in store for us when we're interacting with those people. And they give us all kinds of behavior. And if you overdo it with the personalization and you make everything your fault and your responsibility, including how other people decide to treat you, then first of all, you will find yourself in connections where somebody isn't treating you very well and you are trying to change yourself or find the perfect formula to change their behavior in order to get the response that you want from them. So you'll end up being in this process of tinkering and changing things. And second of all, it makes dating much more painful when the way that people treat us is entirely our fault, even when it's really poor. And so I want to give you some questions today to just try to distance yourself from other people's behavior. And there are lots of questions here. I didn't expect this many to come up, but it's a very difficult point to argue, especially when we're learning dating advice and we're learning things that we can do to make things better. And then you have to also at the same time believe that the way other people treat you is about them and not you. So it's a difficult point to argue, and that's why I want to ask you lots of questions to start and create that distance between you and other people's behavior. 
So the first question is, can you control it? And that's where we already get caught up (laughs) because we're like, I think maybe I can if I just look a certain way or do a certain thing or I'm funny enough or pretty enough and sexy enough and interesting enough and I could just tweak that and then I can control it. But really take a step back in this moment, whether or not that person does that thing that you want them to do, whether it's text you, call you, make plans, be more affectionate verbally, physically, can you actually control it? Do you actually have the power to control it? And there's a really good way to check this. If you could control it, you would have, (laughs) right? You probably would have already put your hand in their brain and made them do whatever you want them to do. But we don't have full control In fact, we don't have any control in that sense. We can't make somebody do something. And so you don't have control over their behavior. And so the next natural question is, then how is that your responsibility or how is it your fault if you can't control it? It's like blaming yourself for the weather. Is it your fault that it's raining? How would you blame yourself for the rain if you are not making it rain? Right? The next question is, what does this person's behavior towards you tell you about their relationship with themselves? You may have noticed in your own experience, and I definitely noticed in mine, the kinder that I become with myself, the more kind I am with other people, or the more aware I become of my thoughts and feelings and actions, the more aware I am of the influence I might have on somebody else with my thoughts, feelings, and actions. So what does it show about the way that he interacts with himself internally when he's interacting with you in this way? The next question is, what is his level of awareness about what he's doing? So sometimes it's not even that somebody wants to be unkind to you or wants to hurt you in some way or wants to ignore you or any of that, sometimes people are not actually fully aware of the way that they're behaving. Like some people might find ways to distract themselves from noticing how they feel in a relationship. So maybe they'll just get really involved with work and that way they're not really thinking about how they feel in the relationship and therefore also kind of neglecting the relationship. And sometimes people might not really notice the impact of their behaviors on somebody because they are just not thinking about it really. Or the way that they are acting is just so habitual that they behave that way again without awareness, without really thinking things through. And sometimes we think people are more aware than they are. Like you're so anxious because somebody has been ignoring you for however long and you think they must know (laughs) the impact that they are having but sometimes people are really really just not thinking about it (laughs) that much and they're just not aware first of all of themselves and what's going on internally but then let alone of you and your internal experience of that connection in their behavior what does it show about this person's values So, for example, one of my top values in relationships is honesty. I can truly say I don't lie, like ever, 
even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's at an awkward moment, even when I've just known somebody for a day. And also, like we talked about in a prior episode about how to not cause harm in dating, that means that I would never ghost somebody. And so this came up recently in a group session where somebody met somebody that she was excited about and they had a great date and then he kind of dropped off, pulled away. Basically, she was confused about whether or not he was still in it. Does he even want to hang out again? Not sure. And then she was making that behavior about her and her not being good enough. And I asked her, well, what would you do if you were in his position? Let's say that he's just not into it anymore. Let's say that were true. And let's say you were in that position where you're dating somebody who was cool, but you know what? You're not really into it. She said, well, I'd probably act like this. I'm like, I don't think so <laughs> because you've been doing this program and I think you would behave a little bit differently. And I was like, would you just ghost somebody? Would you just keep texting them every once in a while, but not make plans to hang out? Would you stop texting them altogether? She's like, oh no, I would just tell them. I'm like, right, because of your values of how you treat somebody when you're not into them. The next question is, is it possible that somebody else in the same exact situation would act differently? And this is very related to what are this person's values? Different people with different experiences, values that they live by will react to and handle situations differently. So think about the situation that you are getting a reaction from with this person. It might be the connection is fizzling out. It might be you said something really awkward and embarrassing and now they're pulling away or whatever this person's behavior is. What is the thing that happened and how could somebody else potentially react to that or handle the situation? Maybe somebody would be more openly communicative with you about what they didn't like, right? So instead of just shutting you out and making you wonder if you did something wrong, they'll just tell you (laughs) what you did wrong and why it bothered them. Maybe somebody else would um, just end the connection more clearly. Maybe somebody else would think it's funny Maybe somebody else would embrace you even when you do something that's not perfectly lovable, right? So there's all different options for how to react to situations. And this person is showing you one option. But therefore, again, it can't really be about you and what you did because 10 different people would interpret it 10 different ways and therefore react 10 different ways. The next question is, what is your connection like with this person in general? Like, is this person's behavior about you or is it about the quality of the connection you two have? So when we are dating somebody, there's us, there's that person, and then there's our connection in between us. And that's actually what we're experiencing. We're experiencing what happens when the two of us create a connection together. That's your little plant. So ask yourself, do you have all of the five elements? Are you even compatible? Is your friendship connection really strong? Does this person show up for the connection, right? If you don't have all of the things that make two people compatible, first of all, you will experience that plant withering at some point or another. And secondarily, 
when we on some level know that we're not a fit with people, we often find some way of sabotaging the connection. And this comes back to our level of awareness. Sometimes it can be really uncomfortable to take a step back and be aware of how you feel with somebody and what your level of compatibility is. And so when we maybe don't want to fully acknowledge that something is not built to last, somehow our unconscious will take over and start to take sabotaging actions. Um, Actions that are in line with the connection ending and not being built to last instead of an investment in the connection. And so we on some level know it's not going to work out and so we help it not work out. And in that case, when we take a step back and really acknowledge that it really is okay that it's not working out. It's okay that the behavior isn't what we want it to be. If we really take a step back and we're honest with ourselves and see, actually we don't have that much fun together or all we have is fun and we don't have much else or any of the other elements are missing. The next question is, is this person right for the position that you want them to be in? So let's say that position is a relationship and there are certain requirements for that person to be capable of a relationship at this time. So thinking about it the same way, like if you had a job position, if you put me in the position of an accountant, I would just not deliver. (laughs) I would just not be good at it. It doesn't matter how much training I get. I'm sure I could learn the things and I'd probably have a really hard time learning it. And then even once I know it, I'm really not detail oriented and I'd probably have really low energy and it would be the worst thing for my personality and who I am to be in that position. And with a relationship, it's similar in that Part of it is just our readiness for a relationship. And then part of it is also our current values and the skills in terms of communication and awareness and the way that we treat people. So when you see this person's behavior, is that also maybe just telling you something about them in this position? And sometimes other people thrive in different positions, but not in the relationship position. And that's okay, but again, that's not about you. Next question, is it possible that there are other circumstances in this person's life that are influencing their actions other than you? So when we make things really personal, we think we are the one and only cause in the universe that makes everything happen, (laughs) or at least in this person's universe. And it's possible that maybe you're not, And maybe there are other things that also factor in, including their other relationships, work, stress, health, job, finances, etc. All of these things work together holistically in one unison of somebody's life. And you are a part of that life when you're in connection with that person, but you're certainly not the only influence in their life and how they act and how they show up. The next question is, what is the flaw that you perceive you have that caused this? So is there something specific in you that you're blaming for this, that you weren't funny enough, sexy enough, you were too available, not available enough? I've heard both of them. Um, 
what is the flaw that you think that you have that influenced this person's behavior or made them act a certain way? Is it possible that other people with that same flaw still happened upon a relationship, right? So let's take a really common one. Maybe you blame your anxiety and your anxious attachment style. I was just talking to my mom the other day and she told me that she always had a fear of abandonment since she was a child in every relationship that she's had, including with my dad. And they have the best relationship that I've known. And they've been together for 30-something years. So somehow, (laughs) even being an anxious person, she managed to create a wonderful relationship. And my dad was the right person to be with somebody who is anxious. So is it possible that whatever flaw that you think that you have that's so hard for somebody else to deal with or to react to in a positive way, um, somebody else has managed with that flaw to create the result that you want. And it doesn't have to be a complete stop to you creating the result that you want. The next question is, even if you did or said the wrong thing, an uncool thing, an embarrassing thing, or even maybe not the best thing, what would it look like if the person happened to be capable of complete awareness, kindness, and respect, what would that response look like? And it's okay, we're not always (laughs) capable of that. But just again, to realize that the other person's behavior, even if it's in response to something that wasn't so great that you did, still reflects their current level of awareness, kindness, and respect that they're capable of in that moment. And the last question is, is this person currently telling me who they are in terms of their values, their readiness for this position that I want them to be in, and their current level of awareness, their values around respect and kindness? Are they telling me who they are and am I listening? Right. Sometimes people are communicating to us what they're ready for, how they show up in connections, how they show up in situations, and we're not really listening. And usually, again, when we're not listening, it's because we think that we can change them. And maybe we can just wait it out or get that formula right. And sometimes we have to take a step back and really listen to somebody's behavior and words towards us. All right, so I did think about adding another section in here about when it really is your fault. (laughs) But I figure so much of the podcast is about how we can change and how we can grow and where we take responsibility and all of the things that we can do to help support our connections that we want to create. So if you want to learn more about that, then just listen to any other episode. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next week. Have a great day.